Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the In and Around podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and joining me this week, like every week, is Dave Harris. Hello. And Mike Breslin. Hello. So, what's the pod all about? Well, every week, three mates get together to discuss what's going on in the world of football. However, as you all know, we're on lockdown, football's cancelled, and we're not really doing anything. So, as there's no football on, we decided to take this opportunity to discuss some of our favourite and least favourite things in football's past. This week is a slightly different Slash special. We'll call it a special episode. Yeah, we'll call I like it. A special. That. I'm on board with that. Um, board with it is. People. It is a shameless, shameless rip-off of the Ringers' rewatchables podcast, in which they often watch a basketball game and they talk about um, how the game was and they put it in the context and what's aged well, what's aged poorly, what do you remember from it? Do you remember watching it at the time? Blah 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 blah. It's butts and babies. All these things that come out of it. So the game we're going to watch is um, we're going to watch Arsenal 4, Newcastle 4. Um, now, it was February 2011. February 2011, set in the scene. Yeah. Um, Arsenal the were... The 5th? The 5th of February. Arsenal were playing, the, were chasing the title up against Man United. Chelsea a bit further back. Who else was in there? I remember Sunderland. Man City was, were actually third. Sunderland were ridiculously high, weren't they? Sunderland was sixth, yeah. So this this trip to Newcastle posed a, um, a perfect advantage for Arsenal Wenger's men to perhaps put the pressure on Fergie's men before they played away to Wolves later on. A game which Man United lost, um, but sort of one of the all-time great footballing meltdowns, and one of the all-time one of the best remembered Premier League games. This one, I would say, lads. Um, irrespective of what we think of it. Um, so let's just quickly go and have a little chat to each other about what we actually thought of this game. How much of it did you remember? Um, what did you think of it, Dave? Well, I definitely remember Teote's uh, famous goal. I was quite shocked watching this, really, for a game that managed to produce eight goals. At times, I thought the quality of football wasn't particularly high. Mm-hmm. Um and somehow at times it wasn't didn't really feel entertaining to be honest. Like there was a lot of uh, loose passes from both teams, just a bit like me trying to play FIFA really, um, rather than good end to end football, which you'd imagine from a game that finished four four. Mike, uh, yeah, obviously the, the Tiote volley is what sticks in everyone's mind. I think uh, from this game. Um, there's plenty of players on either yeah. side. It's, it's a bit of a throwback yeah, so, to, to some of them for sure. So in terms of um the teams, I'm gonna read out <laughs> I'm gonna read out Arsenal. Arsenal started the game with Chesney in goal. Um they had Sanya, Koscielny, Juru, who got subbed off for Squalachi, um, Clichy, and then they had in midfield they had Fabregas, Diaby and Wilshire. And then they had Walker, Arshavin and Robin Van Persie. Newcastle had lost Andy Carroll this week for £35 million to Liverpool, which is a um, <laughs> certainly a transfer. And they were... <laughs> that didn't age well. <laughs> yeah. That is something that definitely didn't age well. Not well at all. And as Mike pointed out before we started this get before we started recording, he said that um, Newcastle were apparently in for Henri at the end of the January winter. So Henri could have played against Arsenal in this game. But that probably would have been far too much drama. You've got to save that for an episode of EastEnders, I think. 
Um, <laughs> in terms of uh, the Newcastle line, and we will come oh, on to the God. who coming up in a bit of who the hell is this player. Um, but they have Harper, Danny, Premier League winning Danny Simpson at right back, um, Colaccini, Mike Williamson, Jose Enrique, Kevin Nolan, Joey Barton, Chet Tiote, Gutierrez, Lovenkranz and Leon Best. It's, <laughs> it's an absolute horror team to be playing. Oh with. my god! The thing, the, the absolute best part of this game sure. is when Barton's running it like prime ballast. But we'll get on to that. Um, Wenger obviously in the Arsenal dugout. The Newcastle manager was Alan Pardew, whose eight-year contract coming up soon, Brez. Yes, apparently he signed it. I think the summer after this, so um, that means it would have in theory, would have finished um, this summer, which yeah. is pretty wild. June 2020 is when he's contracted to. So Age he well may that. still be getting paid. Absolutely unbelievable. But enough, that's enough set and scene. Mike, you are resident match report um, aficionado of the three of us. So uh, you did the, you very kindly sat down and wrote through a run cap. A run cap? A run cap? <laughs> um, a recap for us. So I'm going to let you sort of lead and then me and Dave are going to jump in and disparage Arsenal where we can. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely uh, definitely an anti-Arsenal podcast considering the first episode of this is is Arsenal <laughs> chucking away a 4-0 lead. This is, this is... Um, so yeah, man in the middle, Phil Dowd. Remember him? Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Do you know so... what? Though? Here's the first tangent of the week. He's still better than Tic Tac himself, Anthony. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. I saw a video of Anthony Taylor, and he was like, he was, um, he said he was going to go do some like volunteering for the NHS. And I thought, oh, well, watch the mortality rate fly up if he's involved. <laughs> it did spike today. <laughs> oh, boys. Okay. Dear, dear. We can't be oh. mentioning that. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, yeah, so pretty much straight from the kickoff, um, it was quite a scrappy affair. I imagine that was Newcastle's game plan, to be fair, trying. Um, but I always think, I don't know if it's the camera angle at St James's or what it is, but the pitch looks massive. Yeah, it is. A, it does look massive. Maybe it is huge. I've never been there, but I, it looks massive on the telly. Oh, with the gra- two grounds always look massive on the telly. Um, the Etihad. That's because yeah. there's so much open space in the stands. I often <laughs> um, and then there's uh, Newcastle looks massive. I always think Old Trafford looks huge as well. Yeah, yeah. Or at least when Rashford's pacing away from David Luiz, it always looks big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, pretty scrappy, but almost straight away, our Shavin man manages to flick it on. Um, pretty standard. It's it's between the two centre halves, Walcott. Um, find some space, outpaces Colaccini, as I'm sure you can imagine would happen. Uh, and he, he finds the corner past Harper. It was about 40 seconds, I think, it took for that to happen. So we we managed a bit of scrappy play and a goal in 40 seconds, which was quite impressive. And actually, it was quite a good finish from Walcott. I'd... It was it was nice past yeah, the corner. Because Walcott, and when I think of Walcott, iconic Walcott performances, you always think of his hat trick he scored against Newcastle. Yeah, and by that point he morphed into like almost a totally. It felt like a totally different player to this one because this is still young, like a whippet, quick, 
Theo Walcott just darting everywhere. I thought he was quite good in this game. Theo yeah, I think he had a pretty good day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the next thing really that happened uh, following the, the kickoff, um, Arsenal got the ball back. Fabregas managed to earn a free kick out on the left. Um, Arshavin, who actually we may well get on to, had a pretty poor game, I would, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, took yeah. a free kick and put this, it was a beautiful ball in. Yeah, it was um, I, th- I believe it was just over Kevin Nolan's head. Yeah. Um, Juru met him in off the bar. It's always uh, nice to see him go in off the bar, isn't and it? And we, um, we arrive at our first award of the evening. Uh, it's the Who Award for Johan Juru. Because what in the hell is Johan Juru <laughs> doing playing for Arsenal? How, how many years removed are they from having a back having a back two of Carlo Torre and Sol Campbell? Not far enough for him to have Johan Juru and be pulling off Squalacci off the bench. Deary me. Yeah, Squalacci was the man they brought on for him. All right, let's... Oh. All right. Juru made 140 appearances. Oh, I know. So I know. 140. Yeah. Oh, so let's my. let's not discredit the man too much. What's really odd is he's Arsenal's worst. Like as bad as Granite Xhaka is, he will never be Arsenal's worst Swiss player because Juru. Because Philippe Senderos was somehow worse. Oh, Juru's worse than Senderos. Juru <laughs> used to watch. He looked like Bambi on ice. Is what I thought about the whole game. He is awful. He was this big centre half, and he subs him off. Tells you everything you need to know. I mean, Sanderos, on the other hand, will always look scared. So I'm going to back Juru in a Sanderos versus Juru comparison. Yeah, That's and I'm, I'm just going to give one more who award who award out right now because there's only three, and this person I don't think is going to get a mention the rest again. Lovenkrantz. Oh, mate. I totally forgot Lovenkrantz was a player. But I, 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 watched I forgot game. he played for Newcastle. He sure. also played for Blues. I watched his game and I saw, Lo- I saw Lovenkrantz. I'm like, I, I thought in my head I'm like, Blues. But I couldn't tell you a single thing about him. In another plot twist. He played for Rangers, didn't he? He went it. off for Nile Ranger. Yeah. Nile Ranger, I know. No, I, I know we know who he is, but good Lord. I... I Lovenkrantz. So after they sold Andy Carroll, that means they were left their, their striker options were Lovenkrantz, Leon Best, and, and Nile. Nile Ranger. We'll we'll come on to Leon Best. We'll come on to Leon Best. Yeah, um, I've got some choice words to say about his first half performance in particular. Okay, <coughs> keep going. Um, but back, so now we're three minutes in. It's it's two 0 Arsenal. The game is pretty much over at this stage. Oh <laughs> yeah. That Newcastle team, you can't see getting back into it at 2-0, let alone where we get to. Yeah. Um, pretty much straight from the next kickoff, but Newcastle managed to get forward a little bit. Barton hits one high and wide. It was pretty far out, extremely yeah. ambitious. Um, I think the commentator said something about that Barton was looking to get into the England squad in this uh, was, in the next couple was, of weeks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if either of you remember if he got there. Uh, he definitely he has scored. a cat. He definitely has a cat. That's a real shame. I feel like um, he, was he not an unused sub? Well, no, he's got a cap. He's got on the pitch at one point. Joey Barton. Oh yeah, he has one cap. You're right. Yeah, I was going to say we're recording this on a laptop. Come on. <laughs> um, the next, the next thing I've noted down is is Van Persie getting clattered by basically sandwiched by two Newcastle players. 
And then Phil Dowd manages to give the foul against Van Persie. <laughs> I could not believe this one when I watched it. <laughs> we're, I, we're... I, I couldn't believe it. Williamson, I think it is, went straight through Van Persie. And he got sort of the other person, I think possibly Colaccini, wasn't even close to the ball either. And somehow he gave it the other way. I think we'll, yeah. probably, we'll probably come on to the referee in at the end. And, um, <laughs> but there, I thought he, he some... must have been pointing the wrong way or something. Because <laughs> yeah. there's just no way that Van, Van Persie was like, what? <laughs> How did you give that against me? Um, uh, uh, but that was a bit of a shocker uh, next thing I've got Fabregas showing off his great vision again chipping it Walcott making a run between the two centre-backs um, it slightly overhit the pass so Harper comes to get it um, a minute or two after as well Fabregas pretty much the same thing but Walcott was offside this time um, the the two new the two Newcastle centre-backs just getting ripped apart by Walcott's yeah, pace they oh. really were <laughs> Uh, it was pretty pretty hard to watch for Williamson I, and Colicini. I could not believe that they were playing the back. They had two centre halves of Colicini and Mike Williamson, and they were playing so high. I yeah, up the pitch so I, high. against against Walcott with pace to burn, and arguably one of the best passes the league's ever seen in Fabregas. It was it was suicidal what they were doing. They just they just kept doing it, and Enrique was having an absolute stinker on the left. And I remember him to be quite decent. <laughs> I remember for a time. against Swansea. Yeah, he wasn't bad for them. Um, but he was shocking, especially first half. And Simpson was doing his best, but our Shavin just kept giving the ball away, so he was made to look a little better. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, some more good stuff from Arsenal. Walcott finding some space down the left, uh, actually down the right. Newcastle's left. Um, he pull, pulled it back about eight yards out. RVP decides to hold his run rather than going in with the defenders. Yeah. No one tracks RVP when he stops and he just slots home. Bear in mind that this is we're ten minutes in right now. It's three in. nil. <laughs> it's three nil. I was actually because obviously you watched a full ninety minute thing. I had to I had to Google the time of this third goal. I was like, there's no way three goals went in this quick. I was like, <laughs> am I not on the full ninety minutes? I, I thought that as well. I, I thought I had to check that the video was the full ninety minutes after yeah. the third goal went in. Um but yeah it definitely was. <laughs> um yeah Walcott again just after this finding some space but Enrique finally makes a good tackle. Um, Newcastle managed to get forward just after this pretty rare occurrence particularly in the first half um, Simpson cross he had a couple of them but the one thing Best was good at he, he won a couple of headers from crosses he was pulling on to Sanya quite well but there was just no one there <laughs> off him no no um so, yeah, um, Newcastle had a, a couple of good spells. Um, Abu Diaby then, 20 yards out, he touched on the chest and volleyed. It was a pretty nice volley, actually, but he was one of those where it's always moving away from the keeper. Oh, you're ready for another, another award. <laughs> this is just a simply one age the best. Abu Diaby in this game, for the, for the very brief amount of time he plays in this game, um, looks really good, I thought. 
Yeah, he's one of those players that um, everyone always talks about when they say, um, if only he didn't get injured. And he looks... I'm trying to think of the best comp for him. I want to say Yaya Torre, in a way. That's what I was about to say. Because he's technically good. He's got a nice blend of power as well. Pretty strong in the tackle, it looks like. And you think for all these years that everyone said about these this time period in Arsenal about not having a strength, a spine, lacking leaders. He looked like if he'd been fit, he could have been the answer to their problems in the middle of part for years to come. How, and he's good in this game. I thought you aged really well. At least it's, a real, it's a real shame that, uh, yeah, that he did get injured for as long and as much as he did. Like you say, I think he could have been a, an Arsenal midfielder for quite a few years. Yeah, he really could have been. Very, what, very... Whatever happened to him? Where did he go? He went to Marseille, I think, after. But he got injured there as well. So he retired at the age of like 31. Wow. I think he played like seven times in two seasons, three seasons. In the That's league. so unfortunate. He was really good, really good. Mm. Anyway, Mike. Um, yeah, so I've, I've actually written the game is starting to get a little more even now. Um, I was trying to pretend that I hadn't, I didn't know what was happening as I was writing these. So... <laughs> Newcastle getting a bit more of a foothold in the game. I suppose you can expect that. Only in a few bit Arsenal. like Wenger. Not knowing <laughs> what you're doing in this game. Yeah, considering Arsenal are 3-0 up. Um, Newcastle are going to get a bit more of the ball. Um, Wilshire and Fabregas link up. Uh, and he gets, Fabregas gets a shot off, but Harper covers the near post pretty well. If I remember, that was actually a really good save. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was a good save. That strong one. hand. Um, this is probably the only time we're going to mention Jack Wilshire because he did nothing all game. That's what he thinks, but it's another award. <laughs> <laughs> what aged the worst slash what isn't how you remember it? Young Jack Wilshire I've got. Yeah. Jack Wilshire has some nice link up Fabregas in this game, but Wenger going away to Newcastle... Wenger going away to Newcastle United... Like it's a difficult place to go, no matter how bad they are, um, and playing a young Jack Wilshire and Abu Dhabi reeks of and Fabregas and not a good idea. And Wilshire just get it. He's really good when they're on the ball in the first bit, like yeah, really, really bullied, good, really, doesn't he? Um, however, off the ball, he's you just get he's just a passenger. And then yeah, as the game drifts, he's a passenger. I I had to check at times. I had to genuinely look for him because I'd forgotten yeah. whether he was still yeah. on or whether he'd been subbed or not. But this, because this is pre-injury for Jack Wilshire. Yeah, this is when he was trying to break in. Yeah, because because you re- you remember those early games of Jack Wilshire as being an absolute triumph every time he played. Yeah, especially and, against Barca that time when he was and, seventeen. Yeah, we're being we're being unfair, but my memory of him is not how he is in this game. Yeah, it's harsh. I, I think Dave said he was 19 at this stage. However, what I remember of him around this time was much better than what I saw in this game. Anyway, small sample, but there you go. I can only go off what we've seen. Um, the next highlight, Arsenal keeping the ball for quite a long period. Um, get it wide out to Sanya on the right, who pops in a great ball. Um towards the six-yard line. Van Persie, again, 
in between the two centre-halves, which is a kind of a story of this first half. The Arsenal attacking players just finding so much space in between the two centre-halves. They don't know whether they're coming or going or which one of them is supposed to be marking either Van Persie or Arshavin or Walcott, whoever it is at that time. Um, Van Persie loses Williamson, who I think was marking him. Heads past Harper, pretty simple stuff. 4-0, 26 minutes gone. I've actually made a note here after the fourth goal. Uh, this was made after it. Mike Williamson, I don't know what he's doing. All he has to do is come it's terrible. And I've actually written... Mike Williamson looks like a make-a-wish winner in the first half. He really does. He genuinely does look like he's, he's won a competition. It's just some random bloke from the crowd. Ra- that like Ali Diaz Brexit. won a competition Dad. to play at the back for Newcastle on this, this Saturday. To be he fair, is. they played like they'd never met him before. Good <laughs> Lord. They played like they'd all been sat in the park drinking some Newcastle brown ale for 30 minutes before the game. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is hilarious how bad the defending is. However, we'll come on to that in a bit. Yeah, one of the notes I've made after this goal as well is uh, there was there were some shots of people leaving after the fourth goal. Yeah. Now, if you're one of those people, good lord. However, my, the other side of this coin is, could you blame them? No. 4-0 no. No. down in 26 minutes. And they also had hardly had a foot on the ball, really. They, they had, they'd had a Joey Barton shot that was high, wide and ugly, and that was about it. Yeah, that hit the third tier, I think. When that high, high, wide and ugly is actually the name of uh, Mike Williamson's autobiography. <laughs> God, he... Uh, everyone's... Every, literally, there's, everyone's bad in this game, practically. But he he stood out. Anyway. Um, so, Newcastle do actually manage to get forward just after this goal. Um, Enrique down the left gets it to Gutierrez. What a hero. Yeah, he's actually. I'd good, like to think we'll come on to him. Yes, we um, will. he crosses it to Best, whose uh, shot sort of bounces up pretty weirdly. Kashani uh, puts it out for a corner. Nothing comes from the corner. Um, my next note is that Arsenal are keeping the ball brilliantly, making it look like a training game, which is pretty much how I described the last 15, 20 minutes of the first half. Yeah. Um, until actually. Newcastle seemed to get a bit annoyed at this, as you can imagine. Yeah. Arsenal just popping the ball around. So there was a few uh, big tackles going in just before half-time. Um, one particularly from Tiote, which uh, even the crowd got up for. One Obviously, second. One yeah. second, Mike. Because I think we, <laughs> might have, we might have missed a two-time award winner earlier on when Colaccini, Chesney punches away a corner. And the ball is popping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Colaccini goes for an overhead kick. So I'd like to announce Colaccini is the winner of two awards. The first one is what age the worst, because he looks like a he looks like a bag of spaghetti hoops trying to defend. <laughs> and he's shocking. And the second one is the Irrational Confidence Award for attempting an early overhead kick at 4-0 down. How does he stay on the pitch? If I'm if if I was Pardew and I was sat there on the sidelines, I'm already thinking this game is just gone. I've watched Colaccini be tear, torn apart for, what, 26 minutes at this point. And he goes up the other end and he's like, well, I'll try it over a kick shot at four to that. No, get off the pitch, you absolute knob. I respect it a lot. Yeah, so he's a two-time award winner. <laughs> And I say award, it's not really an award. It's I'm going to change the irrational 
confidence award just to the fuck off you nonce award because I think <laughs> <it> should win. <laughs> Yes, anyway. sorry for missing that out. I forgot that uh, hey, he'd go gone back. for that overhead kick. That's, I'll let that's you, my bad. I'll let you go, man. There you go. Um, and let's, so, uh, one so more. yeah. Oh. Are we going to talk about the Leo best offside? <laughs> I'm about yeah. to talk about this, okay. yeah. I, I'm just about to do this. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, so in my notes, Walker in again down the right, tries to find Fabregas in the middle, but his pass is blocked. Uh, he's had Enrique on toast in this first half, which is about yeah. how I'd describe it. Um, Newcastle actually managed to get forward again. Um, Nolan looks to find best. I haven't mentioned the amount of times that I've already written best been offside so far. But in my notes here, it says, and again, best is off about five yards offside. To which the commentator... <laughs> of the game says he'd been offside for about five minutes. Leon Best is the third award winner of the afternoon. Well, not the third award winner of the afternoon. He's got three awards coming. Number one, what age of the worst? Leon Best's first half performance. Number two, <laughs> whose name doesn't fit their play the most? He's won that <laughs> award because he is woeful in this game. And the third one is the Who Award because Leon Best... Could you honestly tell me that you remembered Leon Best playing in the Premier League? Because I had totally forgotten. As soon as I started this game and I saw him, I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he scores a goal in this game. But I couldn't remember a thing about him. Anyway, I'll let you continue, Mike. Yeah, it's, it's best that, that we don't talk too much about him. I like that, Mike. Best we don't talk about that joke, too. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where oh. was I? Have you sorry? Have you seen Leon Best's stats for this season? Oh, In the league, he played eleven. Enough, no. He played only eleven games and he scored six times. That, I mean, that's that's, that's quite time to retire. And that was offside from the first whistle. It seemed he really was offside all the time. What do you want me to do with this? He's better than Richarlison. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Sorry, don't let him point out. Go on. No, don't let him talk about him. (laughs) Come on. Some big tackles. So, yeah, Tiote won a big tackle. Um, The crowd actually made some noise, which, to be fair to them, was the the first time we'd really heard them since about the first whistle. Unsurprisingly, because their team were getting absolutely destroyed. Um, Yeah, Williamson started... All the corners from Newcastle getting aimed at Mike Williamson which is about the only good thing he'd done was win a couple of headers from corners in the first half um, Arsenal sending another long long ball towards Van Persie who I can't remember exactly how this happens but he, he's in again again I've put shocking from the Newcastle sent backs uh, definitely some themes here uh, Harper out fast and makes Van Persie fire wide. Actually, that was, if I remember rightly, that was really good goalkeeping. Um, he pushed pushed him wide. It was it was going to be really difficult for Van Persie to to score from the angle that Harper made him shoot from. Yeah. I think because the second half is going to be very Newcastle focused. Let's take a moment to talk about Robert Van Persie here because he is both clinical and wasteful here. He is the fact that it's not six at half time is. Re- ridiculous quite frankly because he had some really good chat he was constantly in um and this is almost 
this is the begin. This is the beginning of Van Persie, where it's sort of in the middle of Van Persie, his absolute peak of his powers. Really, um, he's having a monstrous season. He will have another monstrous season, then he will go to Man United, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just interesting. Yeah. He was good, but he did miss a few, like you say. I think he had what one disallowed in the second half as well. He did, yeah. Yeah. So he could have had a hat trick. Um, I've actually, yeah, I've, fired, I have oh, yeah. put. He's been a touch wasteful despite his team being four up. Yeah. That is in my notes. I don't actually remember writing that, but it is there. <laughs> yes, Dave. I've actually got a well-inspired um, award. Hey, it's an award. <laughs> Uh, it's just going to be called That Sums Him Up Award. And around this time in the half, Arshavin, he goes past like three players. He's got, I think, Van Persie, Fabregas, and Walcott to aim for. It's four on three. And he cuts back and just skids the ball out of out for a goal kick after doing <laughs> unreal play to get in that position anyway. Just sums him up, really, Arshavin, when you look back at him at... Arsenal, moments of brilliance, but so wasteful pretty much 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Mike? Um, again, yeah, Wilshire finds Van Persie. I can't believe Wilshire's name's come up again. I'm amazed he had this much influence on the game. Um, again, at pretty tight angle. Um, and Van Persie actually managed to find the near corner, but Harper gets down well with a really strong hand to, to push it wide. Um, more big tackles going in towards the end of this half uh, and Newcastle will actually break up the other end <laughs> uh, and by break I mean there was two Newcastle players versus seven Arsenal players who tracked back <laughs> so <laughs> at this stage it seems there's well I mean the scoreline and the way the play is going there's only one winner of this game the commentators are saying it's over Um it's half time. Four nil. Walcott, Juru, and two Van Persie goals. Mm. One way traffic, pretty much. Absolutely grim stuff from Newcastle. It's one of the most one sided halves of football you will ever see. And yep. at the same time, it's almost like a. This game is like perfect for early 2010s Wenger. It's just perfect for him because. His team's lost all bottle and spine by the end of it. He couldn't yeah. coach a defence. They were always terrible. They were always free-flowing and beautiful going forward. But we've touched on it earlier. The naivety of his midfield in this game is is unbelievable. Um, however, this is exactly it's like peak Arsenal. Like when you think of like poor mentality, it's like Phil Neville used to say when they were at United. They were like just go out and kick them, and you knew that they they'd fold. Was might have been Gary Neville who said that. But it's just, I, I remember I was watching this game at half time, and I st- I sort of stopped it and I went to get a drink and I was thinking, the fact that they lost this game is criminal, criminal, totally criminal to this Newcastle team who've just lost their star man. Yeah. This is this is the one of the angriest I've ever been at a team that aren't my team. Like I'm. I was nice. by the end. I tell you what, by the 90th minute, 90th minute, I was fuming at Arsenal. I was fuming at them. I was like, I can't believe this. I I just don't know how you go from 
four nil up and just totally dominant. I know they lost a man, which we'll get onto shortly. But how you go from this position to to drawing this game? I still I've watched it twice now, and I still have no idea how they no. just fold like that. I mean, at the start of the second half, Newcastle did start to come back into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so this was that was eleven v eleven. They did start yeah. to come back in a little bit. Um, early early second half, Jura starts limping, so he's replaced by Squillacci. One one second, Mike, and I know this is this is an audio podcast, not a visual one, but Dave's just been doing his hair in the Skype camera. He's just been like coming it over. Like, you know why? Because on my recently, on my screen, goes? I think I think froze. So I thought... no, he's frozen again for my screen. It's alright. Yeah. Okay, right, go back, Mike. We're good to go. <laughs> so yeah, so early second half, Squillacci's on. Uh, and like we were saying, Newcastle have start a little, little bit better this half. But I mean, it couldn't have been much worse, to be fair. Um, but one thing that Will just mentioned, that they're starting to put a bit more tackles in. Um, Tiote, Simpson and Barton, the, the main ones that I noted down, getting ah. in amongst it a little bit more. That is kind of who you'd have expected the shit as well. House, the shithouse squad. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. If you could have picked three players off that team, maybe Kevin Nolan might have broken uh, into that. Yeah, but, Kevin Nolan's you know, the captain um, of the squad, I think. But, Kevin um, Nolan, by the way, went on and scored 12 goals in the league this season. Good player, always was. He was a good player yeah, at the time. Yeah. Um, so then this this brings us to the red card. Um So Barton puts in what I've described as a very strong challenge in brackets, off the ground, could have been a red itself, potential leg breaker. Um, and he puts this tackle in on Abu Dhabi, who we've been discussing already, yeah. who at this stage has already spent a lot of time injured, I think with a broken leg yeah. from yeah. a really bad tackle. Really um, Diaby reacts, pushes, um, pushes Barton over. He went down like a sack of spuds, to be fair. It was pretty embarrassing. But he was probably trying to get him sent off, so it worked. Pushed Nolan as well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah gave, Nolan, um, gave Nolan a push as well. Um, my notes are totally stupid when your team's 4-0 up. Obviously, as it's Diaby, you can understand it, yeah. given his yeah, history. Yeah, I totally yeah. understand this reaction. This is, this is, there's, two things, there's two things about this. The first one is that it really does remind me of a red card that um, Nemanja Matic got against Burnley, where Ashley Barnes put in an absolutely horror tackle on him, and Matic got up and pushed him, and they sent off Matic. Um, players players know when a tackle is really dangerous. They just know. Yeah. They know when there's a chance that it could take a career. And for us looking, we're like, oh, we might say to DRB, it's stupid, but you've been on the sideline for so long and another player's coming along being reckless because he's 4 down and he's trying to take your career away. Uh, I this, mean, this, this, this Barton tackle was a really, really bad tackle. Yeah. And the second thing is this game, and we'll come on to it later, it's just the, there isn't... Whenever people get angry at VAR, they need to watch this game. Yeah. This game has <laughs> so many... And we'll talk about the referee's performance at the end, but this game has so many bad decisions... And decisions that could have really injured someone, and none of them are cool. It's shocking. And this Barton should have gone, and Andy Arby should have gone. 
Yeah, Barton would have gone in the VAR era. Um, it's off the ground. It's it's reckless. It's really reckless. It's it's a definite red card. He gets away with it. I, I in real time, to be fair, I didn't think it was as bad as what it actually was. Yeah. When I first saw it, but when you see it again, my word. Yeah, it's, it's a, a shocker. Should be a red. Yeah. So, so now we're eleven v ten. Um, but still, I mean four. Well, four down. Technically eleven v nine because they have got Squalachi. Oh yeah, and Wilshire's on as well. Eleven v eight. What a horrible player he was for Arsenal. Yeah, he hasn't got an award though. He hasn't. Um, no. So yeah, just after the red card as well, uh, Williamson and Van Persie I think went up for a header or something, um, and yeah, and they clashed after it. And to me, it looked like uh, Van Persie had kicked out a little bit of Williamson. A little bit, yeah. Almost in front of the ref. Yeah. Didn't give anything. The commentators made nothing of it. Maybe it's me being pedantic, but... No, Phil Dab was just thinking about his next burger. He was... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, by this point, Newcastle are, are getting going a bit. They, they've definitely... Um, yeah, they're Livened getting, up. They've definitely say. livened up now. Um, Arsenal resorting to popping it long towards Van Persie, which... He was never amazing at holding it up. He could do a decent job, but when there's no one around him, yeah. anyone struggles really. Yeah. Um, so Jonas puts in a. What's happening here? Yeah, Gutierrez uh, puts in a ball to Simpson, who manages to outstrength Cashelli, <laughs> which is embarrassing. <laughs> Pete really Arsenal defending. Yeah. This is here comes the uh, collapse. SB Nation. Um, yeah, he gets a shot off Chesney, who I've put in brackets wearing 50 something. I've just looked it up, it was 53, 53 he was wearing. I just wanted to Which... mention that I can't believe I haven't already. I remember 53 because three weeks after this game, he goes on to drop a clanger against Birmingham City in the Colin Cup. Yeah, there we go, he's got it off. <laughs> it's the weekly plug. <laughs> the weekly plug. Um, I forget, have I given an award to Chesney? Not yet. All right, here's an award for Chesney. What age the worst? Chesney. Jesus Christ, Chesney's bad in this game. He's like... You watch... Chesney is now the number one for Juventus. He's he's keeping Gianluigi Buffon on the bench. And in this game, he doesn't look... He doesn't look like he knows where his posts are. He's he's weak coming for crosses. He's... He's just terrible. 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 Yeah, I believe I'm pretty sure that it was a this sort of time he had a really bad season. Well, yeah. not a good season anyway. Well, he, got, he was a good shot stopper, and that was. He got caught smoking in the showers too, at Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a pretty that's not good. No. Um. <clears throat> the next big thing I can remember is Walcott wastes a huge chance when they're three on two. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, even 10 v 11, Arsenal are still getting forward, which is incredible. Um, Walcott leading a three on two, like you say. He, in my view, should have passed uh, to one of his teammates in a better position. I think the guy running through on the left, probably Van Persie. Maybe Arshavin. Maybe that's why he didn't pass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Walcott had a shot, wasted it. Um, chance gone Newcastle get it up the other end 
um, and win a corner. From the corner, it drops to Best, who goes down. Um, as Koscielny sort of comes through the back of him, I think that's this is the right one. Yeah, he like he like sort of pushes him, and then that's sort of not really enough. But then he puts his tries to put his leg through Best's legs to get the ball from behind him, and he sort of just brings him down. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, first glance, I thought it was pretty soft. But looking at it again, he actually got it spot on, to be fair yeah, to him. Yeah, I, I thought exactly the same too, Mike. Yeah. Um, Joey Barton steps up. He's on pen duty. Sends the keeper. Chesney the wrong way. Um, 4-1. <laughs> Snard. We, we were talking about this before the the pod started. Um, Chesney holds on to the ball and is booked for doing so, despite Nolan grabbing him around the neck uh, and knocking him over. <laughs> It, it turns out Nolan was books, but for a while it looked like he wasn't. And also, another VAR one. Yeah, I'd also like to point out that Barton's penalty is quality. I don't really? Yeah, the first, really? the first yeah, one was a if, really good if, pen. I think even if Chesney goes the right way, he's going to get near that. But with Kevin Nolan, I, there's no way he stays on the pitch in the VAR age doing this. He puts yeah. his hand around Chesney's neck throws him to the floor to get the ball back. You're 4-1 down, Kevin. Just calm so, down. Yeah, so for... Just... Barton scores his penalty to make it 4-1 in the 68th minute. So yeah. in context, all all Arsenal have to do is hold on for 22 minutes with a man down. And when I say hold on, they've got to hold on to three goals. Three goals against a Newcastle team who's playing Leon Best and Lovenkrantz. <laughs> And, Mike has, and has at the back Mike Williamson and Colaccini. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just make that clear. Um, so just after this goal, Arshavin's day is done. Thank goodness we don't have to watch his wasteful play anymore. Um, but th- this may be the sub that, that Wenger regrets, to be fair, because yeah. he brings on Rosicki. God, Rosicki has a bad game. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, do you know what? Wenger should regret this sub because he should not be. His Wenger so far has made two substitutions with the game turning in, with. Well, the first one he makes because he's forced into it. He brings on Squillacci, uh, and the second one when the game's starting to turn, he looks to his bench to replace Arshavin, and he picked Rosicki. Just, just um, yeah, Rosicki. So. Um, yeah, so. Can... so... In my notes, suddenly Arsenal looking very nervous. Newcastle are up and the crowd hasn't given up either. They're getting behind their team, as you'd expect the Geordies to do. Um, Jonas earns them another corner, which is they go short. I don't know why they would ever go short with a corner when you've got Williamson to aim at. It's because he's shite, that's why. But, but even in this game, when he's been terrible, he has been winning the headers yeah. from yeah. the corners. Um, but anyway, um, Pardew thinks now's the time to get Lovenkranz off. He has been a total <laughs> waste of space. So he gets subbed off. Our, our man, our ranger, comes on there in are, the Premier League. There are so many bad performances in this game. There are so many bad performances in this game. And there's so many forgettable performances. But Lovenkranz... Just he might as well have he might as well have gone down the pub because he just well, he yeah. shouldn't have been out there. Like he was, at, le- at least Leon nothing. Best was offside, so he was doing something. Uh, Leon 
best. Lovren their best second half. Very good ball in the first half. Oh, but good. To nothing, but that's all I remember. <laughs> Certainly justified the seventy odd minutes he was on the pitch then, Dave. Yeah. So, so neither of these players, Lovrenkrand or Ranger, were really Premier League players in my view at Absolutely all. Not. No, not at all. Um, but now this is what the Newcastle fans were stuck with watching. Um, yeah. Rosicki tackles Simpson well and clears, but only to Joey Barton, who finds a nice ball to Leon Best, who spins and finishes really quite nicely, actually, having just slagged him off. It was a really nice finish. Unfortunately, the flag is up. Um, and on the replay... Rosicki's kept him onside pretty quick. By quite a distance as well. So if we want if we want to do a what ifs podcast, this would be a good place to start. There are seventy five wrong decisions in this case. It's ridiculous how bad the referee gets in this case. Anyway, yeah, this is this is one of them which you. It's oh, hard. I don't you. You can see why the assistants get some wrong, but this one, the closest player to him is Rosicki. In a red shirt. Yeah. So so how. <laughs> I have no idea how he got to wrong. Do you miss that? I don't know. I know it's a tough job, but yeah, that seems an easy one to me, but there you go. So we're still at 4-1 despite the disallowed goal. Um, not not for long, though. Enrique puts a deep cross in towards Best again, who wins it against Clichy. Um, they're doing quite a good job of dropping onto the, the wing-backs who they can win yeah, the headers slightly easier against. Um Best reacts quick, quickest um, and finishes it off. So now it is 4-2. Best gets his goal, which so, is um, pretty, pretty amazing. Pretty tidy, pretty tidy finish, to be fair. Yeah, to really nice. Yeah, again, yeah. Um, just to clarity's sake, this is 75 minutes. So um, you assume there's going to be five minutes of stoppage time or something. So Arsenal now have a two-goal lead and they've got to hold on for 20 minutes with a man less. Just, just let's make that clear. Wenger's still got a sub, by the way. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, Abue is about to come on for Walcott. Oh, good. Uh, yes. So, Wenger definitely looking to shut up shop now. It's pretty much one-way traffic yeah. at this stage. About 15 minutes too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, also, sorry. Yeah. Also, I don't get worse right. from here. Don't get why he didn't move Van Persie out to the left, take off Arshavin and bring on Shamak or Bentner just so they have someone to hit up top because that's all they look to do. Right. They went here's, down, what, here's what I need you to do. I need you to rewind the pod and <laughs> listen to that sentence because you've just said to him, Bentner was good. Why doesn't, he, he, why doesn't he take Van Persie, the best striker in the league at this point, pop him out on the left and stick Shamak? Nicholas Bender up front. You have someone to Stop hit. It. Stop it. <laughs> it makes logical sense. It does not make any sense. Mike, <laughs> you, okay, Rosicki comes on instead, who cost them the game well. Yeah, but you bring on Shamak, he's going three own goals. Mike, please take it down <laughs> yeah. <the> conversation. <laughs> um, during this period, Gutierrez swings in a lovely ball from the left. Which I've put is actually even too it's too good a ball even for his own teammates. Yes. Yeah. Um just in between the keeper and the defenders, it's pretty much exactly where a striker wants the cross to be. Waiting someone um, to attack it. Yeah, there's no one there, unfortunately. Um just after that, Nolan pops a great ball into into Ranger who bears down on Chesney, but Chesney gets there 
is actually really brave um, and holds on. So he did pretty well there. Um, oh, there's, a, there's a bit coming up. There's a bit yeah. coming up. Um, there's a bit coming up where, uh, <laughs> and I can't believe this. Fabregas's second half is truly, truly special. Abysmal. He gives a, he fouls Enrique, and then Mbappe. He's just come on like a minute ago. He's been on for eight minutes, and he gets booked <laughs> for booting the ball away. Arsenal have totally lost their head at this stage, I think. Oh, the heads are gone. The heads are all over things. But the worst thing is, the soap you brought on to calm everything down has lost his head. It's and the Bue, you was just never a calm person anyway, from what you saw on the pitch. Yeah, this is... <laughs> anyway, but from that resulting free kick, Mike. Yeah, um, again, the free kick aimed at Williamson, who... Uh, Jumps in between Koscielny and Rosicki. Uh, I've I've written penalty given, and I'm not sure what for. Maybe a nudge by Rosicki. Now this is really soft. It's, it's well. soft, one of the softest pens I've seen, to be honest. <laughs> Rosicki, all he does is put his hands in his back, but even then, it doesn't really look like it's much contact. It's almost like brushing into him with his hands, and it's enough to send Williamson flying. It's 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 a bad decision. This one is. This yeah, this is a bad, bad bad decision. Yeah. Um. And speaking like Arsenal losing their heads, the the worst thing you can have in this situation is a bad is a really tight decision not go your way. Um. And Sanya gets booked for protesting. So everyone, all the old heads in the back line. The, Sanya's the one you're relying on here. He's his head's gone too. Um, it's yeah, it's awesome. a shame because he, he is right about protesting for this, but yeah. yes, obviously his head's gone as but well. You want to talk about bad? The, this is in contrast to Barton's other penalty. I didn't think much to this pen. No, this was really savable. Yeah, he, he yeah he got his legs to it. So just so people who haven't watched the game or can't remember. Barton sort of clips it not that hard down the middle. Yeah. You know when you see people smash it down the middle quite high, the keeper's not saving that. This one is a fairly decent night for the keeper to save, but he um, doesn't quite get enough on it with his legs, Chesney. So it does just about go in. Um, so now, yeah, 3-4. Barton scored two penalties. <laughs> Leon best with the other one. Um yeah, game really stretched now. Five minutes to go. Arsenal obviously sitting pretty deep. Yeah. Oh, just um, for just for clarity's sake, after the third goal went in, um, let's assume again five minutes of stoppage time. Arsenal had uh, to hold on for twelve minutes now with only a goal down and all their subs used. Yeah. Um, something I wrote at the time. They they tried to get it into the corner, get the ball in the corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But instead, give away a throw-in. Yeah, yeah, it was Fabregas <laughs> and Sanya. And I Fabregas. don't know what they were doing. Fabregas it's... sort of takes this touch where he's going to try and flick it round, but he changes his mind, so it just runs straight out of play for a throw-in instead. 
He's so, Fabregas yeah. sort of becomes Barry Chuckle in this second half. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a total idiot. Just does nothing right. He's, oh, God. Anyway. So, obviously, knowing, kind of knowing what's coming, I've, I've written vital time wasted, question mark, or what could have been wasted, I guess, if they'd have actually kept it in the corner. Yeah. Um, but they didn't manage to do that. So, Barton again gets fouled down the right side. Uh, I've put all about the delivery. Everyone back for Arsenal. Which, which, funnily enough, is exactly what you'd expect them to do. But considering what happens next, yeah, maybe their downfall. Yeah, exactly. Just like to point out, it was Thomas Rosicki that gave away this free kick in the first place. <laughs> of course, it was. Um, and it's a very stupid. Fact. So, so if we're he's not, he's not going anywhere, and he just sort of nips at him from behind. If, if we're counting, Thomas Rosicki should have played Leon best on side for a goal has given away a penalty and has given, given away, away a free kick. The foul that led to what's yeah. about to happen. <laughs> so, so yeah, all Arsenal players are back, which um, means there's no one on the edge of the box. So when they win the header and head it clear, which is exactly what happens, Tiote finds himself in quite a lot of room as the ball drops um, and he hits it I reckon about 25 yards, maybe. A yeah, about that. Ish, something yeah. like that. 25 yards on the volley with his weaker foot. He absolutely nails it into the bottom left corner. One of the all-time great goals for this. Yeah, I, I feel like anyone listening, at least to this stage, knows exactly the goal we're talking about. Mm. Absolute scenes. There's two pylons, pile I believe. Yeah. Just carnage. It, it's unbelievable. The limbs in this is just it's an unbelievable <laughs> goal. Um however, Arsenal still could have won it in the dying embers, Mike. Yes. Um incredibly, it was Fabregas as well. <laughs> who, have, chuckle. who almost won it. He had a volley. Oh no. He played it to Van Persie, whose volley yeah. deflected into the into the goal, but he just strayed offside. Um, and I've, I've written yeah it was marginal as well I've written imagine um, the pain for Newcastle if they'd come all the way back and then managed to lose it in the added time yeah. imagine and to be honest I mean that and pretty not long after that's it it's um, Arsenal were the first Premier League team to let full goal lead slip um, I've got a few awards left to give out and I actually need your help to give them out. We'll give them out collectively. Okay. Uh, the first question I have is Pete, the Peak Award. Um, and this is asked the question of whose career peaked with this game. Now, now, gentlemen, we combine this with the MVP award, kind of, because I think they both go to one man and that's Joey Barton. Yeah. Now, Joey Barton's resume in this game, two goals, both penalties, um, takes to the free kick which Tiote scores from um, he has a really nice bit where Arsenal make him look like prime <laughs> Raquel May and he plays a lovely ball through to Leon Best um, but the goal was disallowed um, Joey Barton is never better in this game he also gets the RB sent off he's fun- he's actually really good in this game in a game that's very low quality he's also not bad in the first half I'd say the only player from Newcastle in the first half that didn't seem to have a, a 1 out of 10 disaster class yeah other than maybe Gutierrez, uh, maybe being a bit harsh on him. 
He didn't yeah, play. this must this must have been the peak of Barton's powers. I don't remember him being this good for that long. He used, he did used to be good in this Newcastle team. He, he's he's really good. Like he's got a bit in this one. He's he's got a bit of everything. I mean, it's no real like fault of a defender that can't keep to grips with Fabregas, Wilshire, and Diaby in terms of picking in the passes about. But when the game, he sort of grabs the game by the scruff of the neck. Really, he's Newcastle's driving force, and he's clearly the clearly the man of the match in this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, however, so we'll we'll give him the award. However, I also want to give a special shout out for, to Leon Best because Leon Best, um, I th- also think this is the peak of Leon Best's career, scoring against Arsenal. Um, he's he's actually pretty decent in the second half. I know we gave him a lot of stick in the first half. He's okay in the second half, I thought. Well, he, he was onside for most of it, so that helped. <laughs> um, he was given offside. He was actually onside, bless him. Yeah. Um, I've got a, the award is, now is, who coaches this game the worst? Because <laughs> oh. we got to talk about this. Because Alan Pardew sets I- up his team I don't know what he sets him up to do, though. So bad. What did he say to them to go and do? Because they they switched off from the first whistle. They don't care. Coluccini and Williamson are... I don't know. They've been speaking about where they're going on holiday that summer. They don't care. Their head's just not in the game at all. We're talking about naivety. The common thread in this game is naivety. And the fact that they start with such a high line against this Arsenal team with pace and the ability to pick you apart is ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. It is... I mean, we, have, we haven't had an eight-year contract from anyone, and we can tell you that. It is, it, it's a terrible coaching job. However... To oversee Wenger, the collapse. Wenger bottles this game in a way that would have got lesser men sacked. This is shocking. He's Two of his three subs are detrimental to the team bloody team. 4-0 up after 26 minutes. They lose a man and he and he thinks, you know what, I'll carry on with the pivot of Fabregas and Wilshire. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> that was that was Wenger for years though. That's what he kept doing. Yeah, but this is this is my it's, this is this is my thing about Wenger when we talk about the best ever Premier League coaches. This is the thing: what Wenger became is if what Wenger became was just naive and principled in a way that wasn't helpful to the team. And this game is this game is the worst art of Wenger coaching job. I think all he has to do is shut up shop early. All he has to do. All he has to do, and he doesn't do it. They are they don't score until the 68th minute, Newcastle. You literally have like 22 minutes to stay all right, and he doesn't do it. It's terrible. It, it's it's a truly awful, awful performance. I think he's the worst coach out of the two in this game. But Pardew mean, himself in glory. Interestingly, a bit of a off topic, but Niall Ranger sat down with True Geordie and did a podcast not too long ago. And uh, he actually jokes that in this game he came down at them 4-1 down and they finished 4-4. Don't really remember Ranger doing anything of no. However, he was obviously some sort of good luck charm in this comeback. Did you not want a header? 
That's, that's about all I can remember. Um, running a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. I've got two other really bad performances to talk about. That's all right. The first one is the commentator. Yes. Because the commentators in this game are dreadful. Um, here's the thing: like we talk about when we. When we talk about goals, we always talk about the commentary. We always talk about uh, Gary Gary Neville Torres one, oh, or I swear you'll never see anything like it again. Watch it, drink it in. And the reason I don't think people remember Tiofte's goal as the goal it actually is, is because the commentary for it is shocking. It's terrible. I got no goosebumps when it was happening, and I'm a sucker for a great goal like this, Mark. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah. Yeah, like the Aguero commentary is pretty much everyone who knows about football could recite that commentary, whereas I can't remember any of the commentary for this goal when I watched it like five days ago or something. I watched it early in, today. In preparation for this. It, it, yeah, I, I'm guessing... I mean, they didn't send me uh, the best two, obviously. No. To this game. I think it was a three o'clock on a Saturday, this one. No. Uh, compared um, to who you'd send to. Man City on the final day, but yeah, it could so, have been iconic. It's and it's it's dreadful. So the very last award we have to give out is for the worst performance of anyone on the pitch. Now there's lots of contenders here. However, only one man could deserve this, and he's not wearing a kit of either team. It's filled out. <laughs> this is a all-time terrible. Refereeing performance. Full yeah. he Phil Dow's running around like a bloated bag of twigs. He is, he's just dreadful. If you talk about winning a contest, it feels like Phil Dow's out there. He thinks he's refereeing a rugby match. He doesn't know what he's doing. He may he gets it, it, goal incorrectly ruled out for offside. Doesn't send off Barton. Gives soft penalties. Rugby tackles an RVP that aren't given. And the amount of times he go, the amount of times he plays advantage when he should be blown up for a foul in this is ridiculous. Dave, that tackle on Van Persie at the start of the game, I'm I'm still baffled how it goes against Van Persie. Still, still wild. baffled. Also, I'd like to shout out just before we do this, one good performance you haven't spoken about, which I didn't think I'd comment on a defender who's conceded four. Danny Simpson in the last half an hour, every time. Arsenal try and break. He is there. He made some absolutely like yeah. high, high quality tackles. Pretty much any break Danny Simpson got got over to it. Um, that's something I picked up when I watched it. I thought he was actually pretty good somehow for a guy that had conceded four and done nothing to prevent them in the first half. But I mean, is this is this the game that you're going? One of the games that you're going to think about when you think about when people we get back to normality and people are upset about VAR again? Because this, to me, this game is this game is so abysmally yeah. wrecked. It just shows that it just shows that the technology is a good thing to me. Uh, yeah, I agree. I would agree. Um, any last thoughts about this game? It's a shame because it, I wish I hadn't watched it now because it was a lot lower quality than I had yeah. it down to be Same. for a 4 4. Yeah. What's amazing is this Newcastle team actually finished comfortably 12. Mm. It's just horror. This Newcastle team is terrible. Um, the re- well, they on paper, they're dreadful. However, they um, managed to get a good result against title chasing Arsenal. 
And let me tell you right now, Wenger should have been sacked many years before. <laughs> um, I guess that'll do it. Um, thanks for joining us this week um, for this special episode. We hope you like it. If you did, please let us know. Um, maybe leave a cheeky review wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, next week, we think, will be another one of our little listener mailbag questions where we sort of answer anything and anything really so if you've got a question for us please email us at inandaroundpod at gmail.com or send it to us on twitter at inandaroundpod you can follow me at willhunt17 and where can they follow you Dave? Uh, at Dave Harris underscore 44 and you Mike? Uh, yeah at Mikey Breslin on twitter um, yeah so thank you for joining us um, we're really 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 sorry for having to put you through a game that features Squilacci, Leon Best and Johan Jury. We're so sorry about this. The next gonna, one, the next one's going to be better. Yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a game. Um, we will see you next time, and until next week, please remember to stay safe, stay home, and um, do the right thing. Catch you later. <laughs>